0: And we've been talking about stand out all this week. God, uh, uh, c- Crime is increasing. God's power is increasing. Society is changing. The church is changing for the good. Rules are breaking. The spirit of bondage is breaking. Revival is rising up. And guess what? Also, pressure is rising. But even though pressure is rising, revival is rising. The challenges of life are beginning. Greater life is beginning. So the worse the world becomes, the more intense God's power become. And as I shared before, it seemed like that word holiness is a funny word now because the spirit of compromise has run rampant. The spirit of compromise is running rampant. In our society, compromise, compromise, meaning that you add or change or blend things that don't normally mix. Huh? And I said, it, I'm going to use this example again. I'm going to move forward because I have some things, I have some more things I want to share and I have something I want to share on Friday, different to what we shared this whole week. But I'll say this again. If I was making a cake and it told me to use flour But I use baking soda because it looks like flour or says to use eggs. But I use egg powder because the word egg is in it or says to use an oven. But instead, I use a microwave. I don't think those that cake is going to taste well because I did not use the ingredients or the instructions that I was told to use. So things are not going to come well. And that's the same thing with the word of God. The Lord gives us instructions, y'all. He gives us things that we're supposed to do. He gives us things that we're supposed to be. And he even told us, he said, in the last days, these things are going to happen, Nathan. These things are going to happen, loved one. And so because these things are going to happen, I need you to do this. I need you to present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God. I need you to renew your mind. I need you to fast and pray. I need you to speak to me and love on me. There's things that he asked for us to do. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. And he says, those things, that's all I need you to do is just live holy, live right. Do what you got to do. But we have people that are telling us, it don't take all that. You don't need to live holy. You don't need to live right. I said, what? But I'm encouraging you today, and, and it's funny because in, in prayer today, I was reminded of uh, of uh, Noah because God had given Noah a mandate to preach and to tell the people it's going to rain. And them people laughed at him and talked about him. And Noah, you don't know what you're talking about. And guess what happened? Noah stood the test of time. Noah, stayed, he stood out. He was ridiculed, laughed at, talked about treated funny, but he stood out. And I know many of us, we're afraid to make that step. We're hiding. We don't want to give up our sin. We don't want to live for God. We're hiding. And I even asked God, I was like, why are we scared? Why are we afraid to be a witness? What is stopping us from letting go and letting God have the total glory in our lives? Because I want you to know, and I'm going to say it again, God has empowered you. God has called you to be something, y'all. I don't know what it is. You may know what it is to be a minister, an evangelist, a leader, a teacher, a witness, a business owner, a straight-A student. He's giving you these abilities to be a writer, to be a singer, to be an artist. He's giving you these things. And I even said it yesterday. The type of God we serve because somebody said, well, how can God get the glory out of my life if what I'm doing is not ministry per se? Because see, some people think that everything when we say that God gets the glory out of our life. It always had to be us preaching and teaching. No, you could be a famous artist where people are buying your paintings. Man, your paintings start off at $10,000. And they say, oh, my goodness, how did you become such a beautiful artist? Especially when they found out you didn't go to school for that. And did you know that's a way to witness? Well, I never went to school for this, but my God, Hallelujah. The Lord, the God, the king that I serve, he gave me this gift. And that's what I mean by your life, God getting the glory out of your life. Huh? People probably didn't think about it that way. Sometimes we make everything about God getting the glory out of our life. We make it so spiritual all the time. But how about God giving you gifts and talents that can be used in everyday life, but he still gets the glory because people find out that he's the one who gave it to you. And I'm going to say it again, God did not give you the ability to sing or to draw or to write or to play an instrument or to have an intelligent mind just for you to sit there all day and watch TV for the rest of your life. God gave you those gifts, as I said it yesterday, he gave you those gifts and talents for you to better yourself, for you to change your environment so that he gets the glory, yes, out of your life. But many people are scared and worried as to why, God, why? Why? Why is this going on, God? Why? Why? Uh, uh. Why? Why are you calling me? Why are you using me? Why are you asking me for this moment? Many people are, are worried and they're afraid and they're scared. God, why me? And, you know, I hear that old saying, they say, why me? It says, well, why not you? And that's what some people wonder. They say, well, God, why me? Why? Why are you alive? There we go, y'all. That quick. That. I tell you, you know what's so funny? Every time I get to this part of my notes, and this has happened for the last two days, and y'all know I shall not be defeated. <laughs> for some reason, every time I get to this part of my notes, the something begins to happen. And I'm amazed with that. And that's going to push me even more. Y'all know I come from the old school church. We're going to find a way to get the word out. I ain't got to have music all the time. But guess what? I was in prayer and I said, God, where's the remnant? And he said, they are everywhere. They're hiding. They're, they're, they're worried about the jokes. They're worried about being talked about. He said, they are everywhere, but they're scared to be a witness. They're scared to stand out and step up and be what God has called them to be. Hallelujah. this must be a serious message today? It must be serious for me to get this word out this week because I'm telling you, y'all know I've been doing fresh wind for weeks now and never had this issue before. And it's funny because right when I get to the same spot, here come the problem. And I'm going to say it. If I have to pre-record it and repost it and send all y'all notes and say, hey, tune in, we'll do it. But like I said yesterday, the Bible says, Wherefore, come out from among them and be ye separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you. That's what the Lord is saying. He He says, touch not the unclean thing, and he will receive us. And I realized separated, he said, be ye separate. Separated meaning turning yourself off or away from things that are keeping you distracted. And I shared this yesterday, right, when everything tried to act up, that there was a time, and the cell phones don't really do this like it used to, but there was a time where um, if you wanted your phone to charge faster, you could turn your phone off or put it on airplane mode. Do you remember that? You could turn your phone off or put it on airplane mode, and your phone would charge faster turned off or on airplane mode it would charge faster. So I realized that, I said, like, wait a minute, if I turn my phone off and put on airplane mode, it'll charge faster. Those are the old phones. I don't, I don't think the even new phones even allow you to do that. Cause as soon as I turn my phone off and plug it to the charger, the phone actually comes back on. But back then the Lord spoke to me and he said, Nathan, that's holiness. And I said, Lord, what are you saying? And then I realized when I turned my cell phone off back then, it charged quicker than it did when I left it on and just like our lives, once we begin to separate ourselves and shut off ourselves from negative people, negative behavior, negative TV shows, negative music and negative video games. They said, no, he didn't put the video games in it. Yes. There's some negative video games in there that folk are playing. And guess what? When you turn yourself off from those things, it becomes easy for us to be changed and transformed. It becomes easy for you to do what God has called you to do. Now, I have some more notes I want to share with y'all today. But I'm seeing y'all that the sad part is that in this last day, the church, this last day church, this last day so-called people of God has gotten salvation twisted. They think that they could just come up to the altar and get saved and that's it. No relationship, no power, no spiritual change. And what's sad is that this generation, and when I say this generation, I'm not just talking about young people. I'm talking about 2022 folk. It's a shame that this generation has become a no strings attached generation. This generation has become a no strings attached generation. Did you know that in this day and time, I can find a woman, hang out with her for a couple of hours, do everything I want to do with her, have all kind of convocation, convention and revival. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Oh, up and down and around inside the hotel room, do whatever we want to do and then walk away like nothing ever happened. And guess what? And she's even fine with it because there's no strings attached. It was just a good night. She got what she needed. I got what I needed. It was no strings attached. And I began to pray. And I said, God, why is it so hard for this generation to get saved? God, why is it so hard for this generation to be filled with the Holy Ghost? God, why is it so hard for this generation to live holy? And he said, Nathan, they want me with no strings attached. They want me with no power, no prayer, no anointing, no fasting, no holiness, no worship, no study in the word. But they want to reap all of the benefits. Y'all hear me today. To me, it's like applying for a job, working for one day of that job, never showing up for the rest of the week and expecting a full week's paycheck, but you didn't do anything to deserve a full week's pay. And God is calling us and he's calling us more and more in these last days for us to live 100% totally and fully for him totally and fully for him. He said, I want you to live totally and fully for him. The Lord said, he said, live totally and fully for me. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. How much time I got? I don't, I'm running out of time. He told us to live totally and fully for him. I have to read this. I ran out of time. I was doing good, but I ran out of time. I have to read this Romans chapter six, Romans chapter six, Romans chapter six, Verse 11. Where are we? Likewise, also reckon yourselves to be dead indeed to sin, but alive to God in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Therefore, do not let sin reign in your mortal body that you should obey in its lust and and do not present your members as interest as instruments of unrighteousness to sin. But present yourself to God as being alive from from the dead and your members as instruments of righteousness to God. God. God said there are some things that need to die so that I can resurrect some things that I planted in you. We need to die to the flesh. Hallelujah. We need to die to the flesh. Hallelujah. We need to separate ourselves. God said that there's some ugly things that are living inside of my people. He said there's some disrespectful traits that are inside of my people that they are carrying and they need to die from these things. And Romans tells us that we need to die to these things. There's some gifts, some talents, some new ideas, some great anointings that God planted inside of us, but they will never grow until some things die within us. And yes, I understand that we're struggling with some serious things that we were born with a sin nature and I understand what Adam and Eve did, but there's some things that we have to die. And guess what? He allowed it first. He did it first. He died on the cross for our sins. Yes, the Lord did. Sin came into the world. Hatred, lying, filthy communication, death, murder, adultery, jealousy, fornication, idolatry, witchcraft came into the world all because of one man's disobedience. But Christ said, he said, I died for those things so that you can live. Jesus our Christ hallelujah the holy one our lord our savior our chief apostle our shepherd he came into this world to connect us back to this world to excuse me to connect us back to god and he gave us an example he said i will die so that you can live he said so everything that's not like me needs to die within you so that i can live within you and that's the kind of god that we serve we need to Just stand out, stand up, hallelujah, so that he can live within us. And he was our perfect example. Jesus Christ was our perfect example. He lived, he died, he rose. Christ said he died so that he can live in us. I'm going to stop right there. I have more I'm going to share tomorrow. But I appreciate you all today for tuning in to Sound Gospel Radio to a Fresh Wind. And I just found it amazing that every time I talk about turning yourself off, I'm going to say it. It ain't going to shut me up. Shut yourself off, y'all. Negative people negative behavior, negative TV shows, negative music, negative videos, uh, video games. Let me tell you something. I was 17 years old when the Lord baptized me and filled me with the Holy Ghost, with the evidence of speaking in tongues. And I knew my life was different when I was 17. Yeah, I grew up in the church and I grew up in in that holiness perspective. And I knew how to live the look of holiness, but I knew God wasn't on the inside. I knew he wasn't. I was. I had a salvation. I was saved, but I wasn't filled. But when the Lord filled me, let me tell you something. There was a TV show that came on locally. I stopped watching it because it had so much sexual innuendos. I knew it was separating me from God. So at 17 years old, I stopped watching that show. And still to this day, I still don't watch it, not because it's going to mess me up now. It's just it's just a memorial of the fact that I gave that up for the Holy Ghost. I gave that up so I could have a closeness with God. And so there's some things you need to shut off from yourself. Negative people, negative behaviors, negative TV shows, negative music, negative video games, separating you from God. But I encourage you today, be what God has called you to be. People of God, have a great Thursday. Have a beautiful time with the Lord. He loves you. He wants to bless you. He wants to do great things within you. Have a great Thursday. Rock it out, y'all, with Sound Gospel Radio. Continue to tell people about us, and this is your family. This is your radio station. We're going to take a commercial break, and and we will be back. Come out. We will be back with some great music. For the rest of the day, don't forget, y'all, don't forget, tune in tonight at 8 p.m. for a conversation. Let's talk about it. We'll be live on our social media as well as live on our radio station. We're doing part two on transition and change. We're doing part two on transition and change. God bless you. Sound Gospel Radio.